A new study by the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety says that while electronic driver assistance systems could save lives, they also could fail under some circumstances. Welcome to Truck Talk with Bendix, a regular podcast series from Bendix designed to help you better understand key topics in the commercial trucking industry. I'm your host, Denise Rondini. Joining me to shed light on what the study findings really mean for commercial vehicles is Fred Andersky, Director of Customer Solutions Controls at Bendex. Fred, it's always great to have you on Truck Talk. Hi, Denise. It's great to be here. The Institute's Chief Research Officer said they found that when vehicles are operating under semi-automated control, they may do things that put drivers, passengers, and other motorists at risk. While the examples cited are passenger cars, the report makes the point that systems are not 100% effective and that consumers are pushing them beyond limits because they don't understand them or think they do more than they can. What's your perspective, Fred? Well, you know, Denise, a couple of things come to mind. First, the IIHS report, while focused on automobiles, does make a point that we've emphasized for a long time, that these technologies are driver assistance, not driver replacement technologies. Hey, I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but you know what? There are no commercially available driverless technologies for cars or trucks on the market today. Everything that you can get on your car or truck today is what we would call a level one or level two system, meaning that it can help, but it's not driverless. So you as the driver still need to be involved in driving. Second, and let me ask you this, Denise, have you ever read your operator's manual? If I'm being truthful, Fred, the answer is no. Well, to be honest with you, neither have I. And I kind of like this stuff. So bottom line is that we as people really don't like to read long, drawn-out, and legally acceptable manuals on what our vehicles will do or not do. What we want to do is get in the vehicle and drive. The problem is, if we don't know what our vehicle will do or really what it won't do, we can get into trouble really quickly. And lastly, you know, Denise, when expectation exceeds specification, the result is usually altercation. And folks with high expectations for what these systems can do, whether it's from the branding, the dealer, or all the hype that we see on the media about driverless being here tomorrow, if the specification, and the specification today, is much lower, again, driver assistance, not driver replacement. So this is why we're seeing some of the crashes that we've seen on the light vehicle side. In these cases, expectation has exceeded the specification, and the result, regrettably, has been some very deadly altercations. Fred, you've talked before about the whole idea of automation and autonomous vehicles and all the hype surrounding the subject. What is the idea behind a semi-autonomous vehicle? As we've talked about in the past, Denise, we really have to distinguish between automation, where a human is still involved, and autonomous, where we can leave the driving to the system. So you know what? Let's just drop this whole idea of semi-autonomous. It's like getting caught in a downpour and getting soaked. You're wet. You're not semi-wet. So today, the systems available on cars and trucks are automated systems. They are not autonomous. Again, driver involvement is still important. Talk about the importance of being clear about what these systems can actually do, despite the fact that some of them have names like autopilot and auto driver. The wrong name can set the wrong expectation, such as calling something autopilot or auto drive. Great names if that's really what the systems do. Not so great if they do something less than what the buyer or user is going to perceive they can do. When I think of autopilot, 
that's exactly what I think of. Something that's like on an airplane that flies or drives itself. And that's a problem because a name like that might lead someone to think that the vehicle does actually drive itself when it really doesn't. Denise, that's why we call our systems wingman. It helps the driver. It doesn't replace the driver. So as I mentioned before, when expectation, and if it's driven by a brand name, that can be really bad. But when expectation exceeds specification, the result is altercation. As we deploy more and more of these advanced driver assistance systems, how does the driver's role change, especially as it applies to commercial vehicles? I've probably said it more times than I should, but the driver's role shouldn't change until we really get to truly driverless systems, which is a long way off. Safe drivers, safe driving practices, comprehensive driver training is still critical to optimize safety on the streets. Like we discussed earlier, there are no self-driving cars available, and there's no self-driving trucks either. And even as the systems deliver more automation, the importance of the driver is not diminished. Drivers do more than just drive, and those roles will continue. And the best fail-safe for an automated system is an alert driver. Chris Hart, the former NTSB chairman, talks about the idea of a graceful exit and why even with autopilot on planes today, we still have pilots. You know, the best example of that, Denise, is the miracle on the Hudson, where Sully Sullenberger landed the plane safely in the river. If he had to rely on the system, the result may not have been quite as successful. Hart's point is that when a system can make a graceful exit in an unanticipated situation, we will reach the point that we may be able to be truly pilotless or driverless in our case. It seems like driver training is key to the safe operation of these systems. What is Bendix doing to educate fleet executives and drivers about these new technologies? That's right, Denise. Driver training is and always has been critical for the successful adoption of safety technologies. Why? Well, really two basic reasons. First, drivers need to know what to expect from a technology out on the road. The last thing you really want to do is have a driver surprised by something that occurs, an intervention or an alert that the driver's not expecting. That can create a distraction. And just as importantly, if not more importantly, what not to expect the system to do. That's why we've been doing more with delivering not only operators' manuals and quick reference guides, since people don't read the operator's manual, they do look at the quick reference guide, but we've also been doing driving with and alerts videos that give drivers a view from the driver's seat perspective on the situation as viewed through the windshield and what the system will do, alerts and if necessary interventions, to show the driver what's going to happen. And lastly, we've been doing fleet training and have added driver training sessions to our regional demos, where drivers and driver trainers can spend time first in the classroom, then in the trucks to experience these technologies firsthand. So we deliver both what they can expect, and again, just as importantly, what they can't expect the system to do for them on the road. Finally, is there a real future in commercial vehicles for advanced driver assistance systems such as advanced cruise control, collision mitigation, and lane keeping? Yes, Denise, there is. While some may feel autonomous vehicles are knocking at the proverbial door, the reality is that truly driverless vehicles are still a long way off and will likely start on the consumer side before reaching the commercial sector. In the interim, 
Safety still matters to most fleets, and the stepping stone approach to build towards autonomous by proving system performance through advancing driver assistance technologies is the likely path to get there. Remember, demonstration is not commercialization. Systems need to prove themselves one step at a time. I've been speaking with Fred Andersky, Director Customer Solutions Controls at Bendix. Fred, thanks for doing your part to clear up confusion about advanced driver assistance technologies and automation. Thanks, Denise, for having me on Truck Talk. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Google Play and discover how Bendix Solutions can help you improve performance, increase safety, and lower your total cost of ownership. You can also log on to knowledge-doc.com. That's knowledge-doc.com, where you can learn more about Bendix products and hear previous episodes of this podcast. I'm Denise Rondini, and thank you for joining us for Truck Talk with Bendix. Bendix.